Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630-CHAD. Opening up, welcome everybody, Bob Stoffer joining you from the city south side. This is Oilers Now, brought to you by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Coming up, uh, we're going to reach out to him here in about five minutes' time. Edmonton Oilers General Manager Ken Holland. He did an availability today uh, down at Rogers Place at 10 in the morning, uh, talking about where we're at with the Edmonton Oilers. And where we're at, we can tell you there were no new positives today on the uh, COVID front. The Oilers have had 20 players cycle through uh, so far. Uh, they, they have, uh, off the top of my head... Uh, eight players currently in COVID protocol with uh, Connor McDavid, uh, Tyson Berry, and Derek Ryan coming out after flying back from Toronto. Mark Spector, Sportsnet Spec, will join us uh, today at 12.35 for the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta Live Standard Bread Racing. Saturday at Century Mile Racetrack and Casino post time is at 1.15. And at 1.35 today, longtime Washington Capitals color analyst Alan May, a guy who willed himself to a National Hockey League career. You can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 7804960063. Ashley Fine Floors. Get the new floors you've always wanted at 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to AshleyFineFloors.com for more. We're on Twitter. At Oilers now, you can tweet me uh, as well at Bob underscore Stoffer. Brendan Escott's back in the 630 Chad Studios. We are in a, uh, what do they call us right now? Uh, the circuit a a, breaker. A, the circuit breaker. A circuit breaker for chorus. So uh, I'm back at home. And eventually we're going to transfer through to a, a new piece of equipment as we'll move off the reported app. Brendan Escott's back in the 630 Chad Studios, and he's available at Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's. Of course, you can reach us at any time on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline at 780-496-0063. The slot machines at the River Cree now open 24-7. More chances to play, more chances of winning. Non-stop excitement on the biggest game in Florida and Western Canada, plus enjoy daily dining specials at their more than 10 great restaurants and bars. For more information, head to rivercreeresort.com. Uh, the Oilers are back on the ice tomorrow. They'll practice Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Saturday, they take on the Ottawa Senators. Then uh, the team will probably take the Sunday off and practice Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday before playing Florida, and then it gets going. They got Florida on the 20th. They got Calgary on the 22nd, both at Rogers Place. Go to Vancouver, then in, back to Nashville, then on a quick trip into Montreal, Ottawa, and Washington. 
into early February. Uh, All-star break, and then the Oilers have about eight games over a two-week window to make up. So that'll be uh, something that we'll be monitoring here. The, the fortunes in the cl- uh, for the team have got to get straightened around. There's no question about that. A 2-9-2 two, and two run. I know I read with uh, some interest today a piece that was tweeted out. Uh, Darcy McLeod, a.k.a. Wood Guy, we've used him before. He's a smart guy, knows numbers. Don't agree with everything that Darcy says, but uh, uh, basically inferring that major challenge for Edmonton over the course of the 2-9-2 and two run is a, a cold PDO run after a hot PDO run to start the year. And that sort of coincides with many of the perspectives that Oilers GM and President of Hockey Operations Ken Holland had during his availability. Again, we're going to call him in about two minutes' time. Today's top story brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a Legacy, Legacy Heating and Cooling. And uh, solutions are 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 organic they always have been doesn't matter what the team what the sport uh, when you're talking about professional sports you can't often win through free agency there's unique challenges to respective marketplaces and i'm going to be intrigued to see where edmonton goes and there were some questions today that and we will sort of ask some similar type of questions maybe rephrased a little bit differently to see if we can uh get the requisite response and you're not you know if you're if you're the type of person that doesn't like the Edmonton Oilers, or you're angry at the world of the Edmonton Oilers, doesn't really matter what Ken Holland's going to say. It's probably not going to soothe your uh, perspective on things. Uh, 16 and 5, were they ever as good as 16 and 5? Probably not. Are they as bad as 2, 9 and 2? Probably not. Numbers matter. Analytics numbers. You know, you take a look at a goaltending trail that in the 16 and 5 run, we're all above 914. And in the last 13 games in which the Oilers have used 11 defensemen, none of the goalies are over 900. Most of you recognize it, it kind of starts there. There's other aspects of the team that need to improve. Of course, the Oilers using 11 defensemen over 13 games did not help as well. But we'll get some thoughts from uh, Oilers GM and President of Hockey Operations, Ken Holland, when we return on Oilers Now. Hi, this is Zach Cassian from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. Welcome back, everybody. 1214 in Edmonton. Bob Stopper, Brendan Escott with you. Oilers now. And we're going to head off to the River Creek Resort Casino Hotline, where we're joined by our headliner today for Wilhawk Beef Jerky. It just might be the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhawk, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. We welcome back to the show Edmonton Oilers General Manager, President of Hockey Operations, Ken Holland. Ken, how are you doing? Good, yourself? I'm still smarting a bit after last night, but... Uh, I'm dealing with it. Yeah, it was you know, a tough, tough night for the, your, your team. Yeah, well, it's all about perspective, right? They've won six of the last now 13 yeah, national no, titles. It's a dynasty. Dynasty. And this was a rebuilding year for them. They were down two starting wide receivers that were the best tandem in the country, two starting quarterbacks, a starting linebacker, and six of their eight scholarship running backs. And they led with 10 minutes left in the game. I'll take that in a rebuilding year. That's that's a pretty amazing accomplishment. So, and, and, and you know what they've got going, Ken, that's what everybody wants to get to. And you had a bit of that in the past in Detroit. Um, and it's not easy. And, you know, you, you, I don't know if we're ever going to see a, a pro team win six out of, uh, out of 13 championships. Um, but there are reoccurring themes as to why organizations are successful in, even the Yankees. When they won four World Series in five years in the late 90s, the core of that team was built and drafted and developed internally. 
Is there a lesson in that? No, I think you've, um, you've, you know, the good franchises in any sport, to me, you know, in all the major sports, they draft, they develop, um, they build a foundation, um, it's homegrown, then you, you go out for missing pieces, you know, via, via trades or, um, you know, free agent signing. Like, you can't build an entire team, but I think you got to, if you want success, uh, and especially in a cap world, um, you got to draft, you got to develop, and uh, certainly everybody likes the you know the trade deadline where you spend a bunch of futures and you bring in some some excitement for a short period of time. Um, but that really is for when you you know at times when you think you got a chance to go on a playoff run or you want to you do it for a variety of reasons, but you can't live on that model. It's got to be drafting and developing and and homegrown. And you know certainly Connor, Leon, you know Nuge. You know, Darnell Nurse, Jesse, and then, you know, the Yamble, and we've got some of that going on, but we have to continue down that path with guys like, you know, Skinner and Holloway and Bush, grow, growing with Bush and Yamo and Roberg and Samarukov and Petrov, and hope that some of those players kind of grow into, um, you know, important pieces here. But I also understand when you're Connor's 25 and Leon's 26, the importance of uh, the win now mode. All right. Well, you were asked about that today, and I, I don't think uh, the question that was asked by Daniel Nugent Bowman, and I, I don't want to put words in his mouth, but I don't think he's saying can squander the first round draft choice for a short term rental. Uh, even in our liner that we use on the show, I specifically said term carrying forward, which is what Tampa Bay did when they moved a couple picks uh, to end up getting Goodrow. And Blake Coleman, those guys had contracts carrying forward. They were part of the organization. So just to establish right now, you are not going to trade a first-round draft choice at this time for immediate help with a contract that would expire at the end of the season, would you? No, and and I think I think Bob, you know, and I said today this has been a tale of two seasons. You know, up until. 21 games till December the 2nd, 16-5 and five was the number one in the league in points percentage. So we were first overall. The next 13, 2, 9, and 2, we're, we have, I looked yesterday, we're, it's the second worst record over 13 games. So we've gone from having being number one for, for, for 21 games, we're, we're 31st for 13 games. So it's been a tale of two seasons, and I think, you know, to have any conversation about what, what we're talking about now, the group that we've got here, I believe it's a good team. I I believe, I believe that in the last 13 games, there's been lots of things that have factored into why we've had the record that we had. It's not any one thing; it's a whole number of things that piled up, and and uh, you know, we've gone through 11 defensemen in 10 games. Uh, we've pretty good on special teams. The special teams have not been special over the last 13 games. You know, we've we've had you know with COVID drip 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 drip. But every day you come to the rink, we don't know who's playing, and we don't you know you lose one, you lose one, you lose one, then you lose two, you get one back, and we we it's been it's been and and, and we've, we we kind of lost our swagger a little bit if some people that that uh, were producing have gone 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 dry a little bit and uh it's added up to two nine and two we've been you know 
the score has been, the scores indicate we're not competitive, but when I watch the games individually by themselves and analyze the games, they're competitive, and many of them have been decided in the, the last 10 minutes of the third period, like the Leaf game was, like we lost in overtime in the Islanders, like we lost in overtime on, in, uh, in New Jersey. We lost uh, in the last three minutes or four minutes against Boston, but it was a, the game was tied. It was 2-1 with five minutes to go against Carolina, and Hyman missed an empty net, and it's 2-1 with five minutes to go against uh, L.A. So, so the record indicates that we're not competitive, but when I look at the games individually, um, the games are up up for grabs, but but this is professional sports, and you've got to find ways to win games, and we haven't. That's why I believe that you know this time now of you know this COVID break or whatever we've got going on with all these games delayed, it's going to give us a chance to kind of regroup, reset. We've had a lot of people out with COVID. They're going to start coming back here later this this week, and I know we all know here with 48 games to go, we got to hit the ground running um, once we get going here. We have people, uh, Ken, that just think the automatic uh, response to every situation is to fire people. How would you respond to that? Well, you know, on December the, you know, and obviously you're talking about the coach. You know, you know, yeah. Tip, Tip and I came here in year one. You know, we took over a team that was 28th overall the year before, and I think we took it to 12th, and we were second place in the division behind Vegas. When with 10 games to go and our record from January 1st that year to, to when the pandemic hit was, was good. And then, and then, and then we lost the season and we had to come back in, in August and play a best of five against Chicago. And you can evaluate what you want out of it. I don't know how you evaluate that. And then the next last year, we go into a Canadian division and over 56 games at an all Canadian division, we were second in the, the division and we played the Winnipeg team who's been banging away here over the last four or five years of trying to go on playoff runs a good team and we and we lost we got swept three in overtime again any of the games december the second this year we're first overall it's been a bad run for the last five weeks so when i analyze the two and a half years that dave tippett's been here it's been a bad it's been a bad 13 games um and I and, and, and I've just said to you, I think our team has played hard. We give up the first goal for, I don't know why, we, you know, we give up the first goal, what, 20 out of 24, 21 out of 25. So you're, you're, you're chasing, you're right, you're chasing the game, but we seem to chase it where we can kind of get the game to be decided, but we don't win enough. So, you know, Bob, you've been here. There's been seven coaches in 10 years. We could just keep firing coaches keep firing managers but at some point in time when things are going tough you got to dig in you got to dig in and and we and that's what we've got to do as a team here we've got to dig in and i believe we've got good people i believe in the leadership of our team we've obviously got two superstars we've got lots of other good nhl players and we've got to we've got to dig in here and find ways to to win games and get and, and, and get back get back to the type of hockey that i think our team is capable of playing do you use analytics to assess, you know, like, did you know when you were 16 and five, maybe you weren't really 16 and five because you, you know, you were on such a, a special teams heater and a bit of a PDO heater. 
And recently, the, the combined special teams is between the power play and the PKs at about 85% over the last 13 games. I saw some metrics from Mike Kelly on the NHL Network, 8th in uh, expected goals for, 13th in expected goals against, and you were 31st in goals for and 28th in goals against. Like, Do you, do you, guys, do you guys look at those numbers to sort of add well, I would, I would uh, you, you know, I some would additional you, Bob, perspective? I'm going to I'm, I'm bring out the back slapper. I became a manager in 1997. Um, uh, math is what I was my favorite was my favorite subject. I think in 1997 I was doing rudimentary element uh, rudimentary analytics before I knew that the, the, the top five teams in the year before scored. You know, we're competing with Dallas and Colorado and New Jersey and this team and that team in Philadelphia. And I'd looked the year before and you got you want to be in the top five in goals for you top five in goals against and you have to score 250 goals and well we're going to get 20 out of Shanahan we're going to get 25 out of this guy we're going to get 30 here we're going to get 20 here oh we better go and do something in comes Brett Hull we got to get some goals so I've been running a team on analytics rudimentary analytics since the day that I became the general manager of the Detroit Red Wings in 1997 so I've always used analytics um, analytics has to be a, a part of it's math analytics is math it's a and certainly math you know can you uh, so yes the answer is yes you know, any decision we, we make, I've got, a, you know, some people here that uh, that run all these numbers and you, you can go all on all these sites and you can gather up all this information. Um, so, yes, uh, was I aware that when we were 16 and 5, it was a bit of, you know, the fool's gold, I guess, per se? Ab- absolutely. But certainly when you're 16 and 5, it gives you a chance. You've banked the points away. When you're 9 and 1 and you're 16 and 5, you've banked the points away so that over the course of the next you know, 60 games you, gives you a chance to sort things out. And and I think over the last 13 games, you know, it's probably fool's gold positive and fool's gold negative. Our, our combined um, special teams numbers were probably 135, 140, 145, the first 10, 12 games. Unsustainable. If you're doing 105 to 110, well, now we're, I think we're 86. We're in the last 13 games, I think we're 18% in the power play, and I think we're 32% or, you know, the other team were 68% on the PK. Yeah, so, so, you know, that's why I said today, I'm not sure where we're at because it's been two extremes. Like, it's the, 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 the winning record has been an extreme for the first 21 games. The losing has been an extreme on the other end. The special teams were extreme on one end. The special teams have been extreme on the other end. So I'm not really sure where we're at, to tell you the honest truth. Um, but I've watched us here over the last 13 games. I've liked that we've we've dug in. We've competed. I think we're getting better defensively, um, and we got to we got to stick with it. There's no other solution. You got to stick with it. It's not that you got to wait magic wands at these guys uh, at, at this at, at this team. It's 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 you know you dig you grind, and we've got to find ways to win games. And then you start to get your confidence back, and you start to get your swagger back a little bit. And and right now, obviously, we're a little bit down and and we've we've put ourselves in this situation and it's up to our our players and our, me and our coaching staff to find solutions and and and, and right. dig our way out of this thing and get back at it one potential solution is evander kane you uh expressed today that you have talked to his agent dan milstein no one asked you this during the press conference did you talk to your leadership core about bringing in uh you know uh is that a conversation that takes place before you actually talk to the agent i i've done that since 1997 
So the answer to your question is yes. Do I ask? Do I ask the, you know, the guys, the the, the top, you know, the Connors and the Drys and Darnell nurses and, you know, one or two others? Absolutely yes. Do I? I, I, I always, you know, when I go into the off season, you know, uh, free agency, I, I interview my, I talk to my players. Yes, I've done that for 25 years. Ken, uh, we appreciate the time. Thank you for joining us here on Oilers Now. Thank you, Bob. That is Edmonton Oilers President of Hockey Operations and General Manager Ken Holland. He's our Oilers Now headliner for Wilhawk Beef Jerky. Just might be the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhawk, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. Vets go to NHL today for elite promotional marketing. Company branded apparel products and awards all created in-house. Shop local at ElitePromoMarketing.com. Brendan? Yeah, seven games on the schedule tonight with Vancouver visiting Florida and Toronto taking on Vegas in the desert. Uh, Nick Lidstrom is joining the Detroit Red Wings front office as Senior Vice President of Hockey Operations. Team saying he'll be involved in uh, really all aspects of hockey ops. Tuka Rask was released from his PTO with the Providence Bruins, which allows him to sign now with the Boston Bruins for the remainder of the season. Uh, uh, Senators draft pick Jake Sanderson going to represent the USA at the upcoming Winter Olympics in Beijing. Bakersfield next scheduled to host uh, Stockton this Friday and the Oil Kings will welcome the Brandon Wheat Kings to Rogers Place 2 o'clock puck drop Saturday the 15th. 12.29 in Edmonton. Mark Spector coming up for the horses and horse racing Alberta at 12.35 after a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. You're listening to Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.